This, this, this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. The Bucks got embarrassed. Embarrassed because this is also you're playing the third string quarterback. You're playing with the Panthers were playing without Christian McCaffrey and they still ran you over. This team had better come out. And like, I have said this before, but like, I'm not, I don't, people probably think I'm like at a violent, violent person. person. I, <laughs> I swear to you, I'm really not a violent person. I think you just learned to never get on your bad side. Like, look, Kaylee's a skull crusher. If you trigger it, like if anybody's ever seen the movie, the Punisher, or um, actually, no, what I'm thinking of is Knight Rider. I think it is with Nicolas Cage. Like, oh, Kaylee yeah. can turn into a fiery skull with the right trigger. Don't trigger I mean, her. It's not not true, Casey. <laughs> I'm not lying. Um, but I guess, but there has to be, like, football is a violent game. And you never want to actually injure someone. And, like, you know what I mean? I, I don't say, like, I don't say that lightheartedly. But there is this like mentality that you have to have when you're going in playing a violent game. You know, you, yeah. you, you talk to like boxers or MMA fighters or like, you know, UFC, like that you, you, it's, that's a violent sport. You have to go in and you have, even talk to hockey players. Like you have to have this like competitive, like fight spirit in you. And you, your, your mentality a little bit has to be like, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to like, you know, yeah, Kill these guys like I'm gonna go smash them. I'm gonna go crush their skulls. I'm gonna go like you know, and all of those things sound super violent. <laughs> I don't mean them literally, you guys. But I'm just not a violent like, person. I'm just saying you yeah. have to have that competitive edge. So the mental being, switch. Exactly. Being embarrassed last time, mm-hmm. I think the Bucks need to come out and just have this like uber angry ferociousness about them and I hope to see it I hope some of these like people guys getting healthy really really Casey start to um re I don't know just like reconvene and remo give momentum to the rest of the offense because the offense in that game was terrible the defense in that I mean how do you let the Panthers Again, it was it was an embarrassing. It was probably their most embarrassing loss this season. Yeah, I mean, when I went back looking through this, because I feel like I blacked out at the reality of what happened here. <laughs> I'm being honest, like I know we're not the only one, Casey. I know there was a loss, but then like when I got into the details of it, I was like, wait a minute, I totally blacked out here because yeah. not only were the Bucks held to three points, Kaylee, three, Oof. but when you go back, I'm like, okay. Was this three points because there was mega turnovers? You know, were they unable to to secure the ball? Like, that stuff makes sense. That's where you're held to three points, right? No. There was one sack this entire game, zero interceptions. So what the heck happened? How did they beat themselves in this, in this, in this situation? And when I put that reality together, I wanted to black out all over again. So when it comes down to something like that clearly panthers defense had you know some okay third down management um but other opponents that they've played throughout the season have at least reached 20 points and the bucks couldn't get there so this is where i realized okay maybe i can breathe and not be so dramatic and not so harsh and realize this was a bucks beating bucks situation because 
The Panthers defense didn't do anything tremendous. Again, some key third down management situations, but outside of that, nothing, nothing. This offense got out there and couldn't string together anything regardless. Like the run game didn't exist in this game. Rashad White had 24 rushing yards. Leonard Fournette had 19 rushing yards with eight carries. So their run stop defense just showed up a bit stronger this day. Outside of that, Mike Evans, 96-yard game. Probably one of the best games he's had all season because we've barely seen Mike Evans, poor thing. And the secondary that he's going up against, he's way more talented then. So yeah. this just goes back plays into what the headline of this Bucks team has been all season long, and it's what's the play calling going to be. And if I wanted to be a little bit more positive, Kay, this is where I'm coming in. They didn't really use Rashad White that much. Uh-huh. He only had six carries to collect those 24 yards, and we've seen now him expand his role with this team, build trust, and they rely on him a little bit more. They're attempting to do this one-two punch with Leonard Fournette and Rashad White, but the bottom line is that it's Rashad White's game to win, honestly, in my opinion. So if they come out and have a plan for Rashad White that's not uber obvious or (laughs) predictable, which that seems like a big ask, but if they can do that and get him on the board a lot more than 24 yards, that could be helpful because this team doesn't really know Rashad White. They've watched film up until now, but they don't know the full capability of what this guy can do now. Now that he's a little bit more seasoned, a little bit more confident in all these things, but it's going to come down to them opening up that passing game. And I will keel over if I see deep throw after deep throw after deep throw to Julio Jones and that being the game plan. Yeah, that doesn't need to be the game plan. I mean, this team needs to take advantage of where the Panthers are and the Panthers have you know, one of their best corners, J.C. Horn, potentially out for this game. His status is up in the air. You have to take advantage of that. And you Pass mentioned it. it um, you know, that Mike Evans had a stellar game. He just couldn't get into the end zone. I mean, the Bucks didn't get into the end zone at all last mm-hmm. time. And it's not like, again, Casey, it, it, they beat themselves because it's not like whenever you look at what happened in that game – you know, Tom Brady had 290 yards passing. He almost had a 300-yard game, but they just couldn't get into the end zone. It just and, – and again, it was them beating themselves. It was bad play calling in the red zone. It was mistakes in the red zone. It was penalties. It was all of these things that they were beating themselves, which we've seen them get into the end zone more recently. Right. So I'm hoping that some of those things are getting a little bit more fixed And that if they move the ball as well as they moved the ball the first time against the Panthers, that this time they will actually be able to get into the end zone because it's not just about moving the ball down the field. It's about finishing the drive. And that has been something that this team has struggled with Mm -hmm. all season long. I would love to see them be a little bit more aggressive at the beginning of the game. Um, You and I have talked the last two games we wished in that first drive that instead of taking the field goal that they would have gone for it. Um, so I would love to see them be a little bit more aggressive at the beginning of the game whenever you potentially have some some time. Um, obviously, you never want to like beat yourself and, and regret a decision. Um, but we've also seen that it, when this team's down and out, you don't want to have to rely on the two-minute drill and, and Tom Brady come in and clutch. But – 
right this, this team has relied on that before and it's worked it's not my favorite thing because i think they're better than that however mm-hmm. i think that that gives you a little bit of wiggle room to potentially be a little bit more aggressive at the beginning of this game, which again is something that I would like to see. The Panthers are giving up about 300 yards passing per game um, and about 22.5 points per game. Mm-hmm. So the Bucks, they <laughs> their offense is ranked 28th in the NFL um, in terms of points per game. So not fantastic. But when you compare how many points points they're getting with how many passing yards they're getting which is ranked fourth in the nfl something isn't adding up something isn't it's like we talk about in other in other sports you know like eventually the shot will fall eventually the thing will come it's that's not happening with this bucks team right now they have to go out and they have to be dedicated to finishing a drive because i don't care if you get 290 yards if none of those yards end in touchdowns Something has to be able to happen where you can finish some of these drives and and do something. So it's wild to me that the Bucks are ranked 28 in the NFL in points yep. per game, but fourth in the NFL in passing yards per game. They need to take advantage of the air game. They need to air it out and get into the end zone. And I'm not saying only air it out. Right. Casey made a good point. You know, you need to find that balanced attack with your running backs as well, which I think they've done a little bit of a better job recently doing. Um, and it, it's interesting because Todd Bowles also says that he wants to bring in a more run balanced game, Casey. Right. And the terrifying part about that statement is that was the whole conversation through training camp, right? Like, <laughs> We're going to come in and, and do and have this better run game. We're going to establish a run game this season. That's the goal. And then you have some games where the team heavily relied on Leonard Fournette to just, you know, ground and pound and get down the field and make things happen. And then they became predictable. So the nerve wracking part with that is Leonard Fournette was, you know, he was the guy last game. I think we talked about the fact that he led not only in receiving yards, but rushing yards. They can't go in with the game plan versus this Panther team. The Panthers are already going to have a chip on their shoulder, having beat them 21-3 to earlier in the season. They've, they've gained more confidence in chemistry because they built off of that performance. So while they still weren't the most amazing team to watch, they've pulled off some exciting wins. They're also coming off of a very exciting win versus a Lions team that all of a sudden started to get a little bit better. So to see the caliber of wins that they were able to pull off, they're going to have a whole different – you know, swagger to their game. And I agree with everything you just said, Kaylee. Not that we're saying that they have to heavily pass the ball, but I think that the the in-air attack is going to be a crucial element to this game because, you know, while there wasn't these massive turnovers the last matches that they had, that that front four that the Panthers have are pretty decent. They do, you know, they do enough to make to make the other team, you know, retract a little bit or regress any kind of progress that they're making in a game you know burns coming off the edge there then you've got gross matos his scoring on pff is not too hot right now but gross matos has been a problematic guy and in certain moments you never know when he's going to come in strong and come in hot and if he does then yeah it's a it's a problem brown inside of gross matos is probably the biggest asset they have on that front four and he's going to have to be going up against 
Shaq Mason and Tristan Wirfs. And Wirfs is going to be on the field battling for his teammates. And uh, Shaq Mason has had pretty good performance all year long, but they're going to have to come in and be so strong. So the other nerve-wracking part to the matchups in this in this element Bucks offense versus Panthers defense is the fact that you've got an offensive line that's been going through so much this season. And every time they start to finally come up for oxygen, something else is taking place. So this is with hopes of Donovan Smith and Tristan Wirfs playing uh, Leverett Hainsey and Mason on the line going up against a pretty decent front four that are going to try to eliminate any sort of run game. And this Bucks team can't panic and crumble if the front four is successful with doing so. They have to be able to get that ball off. Tom Brady has got to get back and, you know, get out of this rare form that we haven't really seen him in. And you don't have to go for the deep, the deep throws. I think you said it on the last episode, Kaylee, as those short passes could be key. This yeah. team needs to get beat by underthrow by by you know throwing underneath and not being able to mark those kind of coverages. But I feel like they've never taken that, translated it to their game, and used it to their advantage. They have great players to to make that happen. Chris Godwin has been so aggressive, considering his bounce back and what he went through at the top of the season and stuff, and him still learning how to trust his body. But this is where Mike Evans can have another ninety yard plus game. When it comes to matchups, I mean, Keith Taylor yep. is nothing compared to what Mike Evans can do if him and Tom Brady can get on the same page. And it doesn't have to be these over 15-yard throws. So I feel like the it's obvious what can work here. The nerve-wracking part is, will they apply it? Will they be consistent? Will they stand by it? Um, I think the hardest thing to watch with this team is that they go in – with a game plan and they struggle to be agile and flexible and readjust. And this is going to be a crucial game for them to readjust. If something gets thrown in their direction that they don't particularly like, it's not that they're not prepared for it, but they don't particularly like it. They exactly. have to be able to this game. So if Rashad white can't come out and rack up the yardage and Leonard Fournette can't muscle his way through tackles. There has to be clean, precise passing between Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Tom Brady, Chris Godwin, Tom Brady, Russell Gage is now all of a sudden this blossoming wide receiver that, that these guys can go to. So I'm just hoping that, you know, it's a winnable game for the Bucks. I feel like I'm just hoping that they don't go out and shoot themselves in the foot because they're working with some disadvantages between a not so healthy offensive line and a little bit more of an inconsistent Tom Brady. Yeah, and I and I like the some of those players that you mentioned because Chris Godwin was a guy that that I think has probably been the most consistent uh, receiver for the Bucks this year. Wow. He leads the Bucks in receptions. He has eighty nine receptions, eight hundred and forty eight yards, three touchdowns. Um, and he's a guy that's been like your solid, true guy. He, he, his, again, his consistency has been on display. And when we're thinking about guys that are able to move the ball down the field and get you close to the end zone and get you in the end zone, Chris Godwin is a guy that you need to utilize. He's a guy that's been consistent all season. He can be maybe a little bit undervalued at times um, and and overlooked whenever you have other guys like Mike Evans and Julio Jones um, also in the mix. Um, but he's he's a backbone and a staple and the fans love him for a reason. Mm -hmm. So he's a guy that can, you know, he could potentially be like 
a sneaky have like a really sneaky good game um and and help move the ball and he doesn't need those deep passes you know we see mike evans with those really big gains Mm -hmm. that's great but again i don't know if you're gonna get all of those really big gains and so using and utilizing a guy like chris godwin to consistently move the ball down the field, get into the end zone a few times. I think he's going to be a little bit of the key to success here when we are talking about how the Bucks demonstrate and 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 work through this pass game. Panthers who are 1 and 5 on the road, Casey, they have a terrible road record. Um and to so the fact that the Bucks are playing here at home on, you know, uh, New Year's day right new year's yeah. day um then i i think that 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 also can play into the bucks favor um mm-hmm. so you have to use the things that are already playing into your strengths um and that's what we're talking about we're not saying don't utilize other parts of your game but play right. to your strengths and right now the panthers defense has a weakness in pass protection utilize yeah. that Chris Godwin has been consistent. Utilize that. Um, and then if you can figure out a way to get a balanced run attack with Rashad White, keyword balance, uh, and and Leonard Fournette, then go for it as well. 